Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's about uh, 20 past hour number one here on a Sunday. So as we do each and every week, there is never a time of year where the topic of sports wagering has a dead period. It's something, especially with the legalization of it now in many, many states, it's something that's becoming an even bigger and bigger topic, even outside of its Busy season, which is the NFL football season. And to talk about that right now, we are joined, as we are each and every week, by one of the premier sports handicappers in the world, a two-time Super Contest winner. And you can get him on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. He is part of the team at Pregame.com. Steve Fezzik joining me on the show. Fez, good to talk to you. I'm curious, last week at the end of the Super Bowl, when Patrick Mahomes is, is not just taking knees, but running back five yards at a time to take a knee, putting it under the total for rushing yards, is that one of the worst beats that you've seen on a prop bet in Super Bowl history? It was, especially considering that was my prop bet of the year, Sean. I'm not making this up. I gave that out over 29 rush yards for Mahomes, Mm -hmm. and he's sitting on 44. And think about it. Kansas City was trailing in the fourth quarter, so the only way I could possibly lose is Kansas City has to score two touchdowns. Then they have to have the ball at the end of the game, and somehow they have to decide to have plays where Mahomes not only takes knees, but tries to run out the clock running backwards. Yeah, running backwards. It's like a a normal knee in that situation is two-yard loss at the most. He's he's eating it up in five- and six-yard negative chunks. Exactly right. You know, and I will say this. um, I've always spoken about how the true pros – win every year and people are like, how can you possibly win every year Fez? Well, the reason being is that it's one thing for me to give Mahomes over out to my clients, which I did early, but mm-hmm. in my own betting, I got over 28 and a half winner and over 29 push. So getting the best of the number, there's just not enough of that to go around typically. But if you're the originator and you're getting in first, you're usually going to be in a great space. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, really good point. Uh, any other cleanup from the Super Bowl, Fez, from a wagering standpoint that, that jumped out at you as you were watching the game on Sunday? You know, something for everyone to, you know, pull the car over to the side of the road and write down, it is rarely wrong to play first half under, mm. to play second half over, mm-hmm. and to play second half to outscore first half. You went 3-0 and with that this past Super Bowl, and now second halves have outscored first halves 15 four and one since the year 2000 makes a lot of sense. Teams are tight. They're conservative all the way through the end of the first half. And then oftentimes you see caution to the wind and all heck breaks loose late in Super Bowls. In all chances to Fez, probably two teams that haven't seen each other in a, in, in a, you know, in a, unless they played during the season, but you know, it's AFC NFC. So these two teams only face each other potentially once every four years. So I would imagine in a lot of those instances as well, these are teams that aren't super familiar with each other, which contributes to the feeling out process at the beginning, maybe. You know, I'm not sure about that because AFC versus NFC tends to be slightly higher scoring to the regular season. Hmm. I think that the dynamic of um, the game being so important and the little extra time off 
little rustiness is the combination that really causes Super Bowls to start so slow. Of course, New England was the king of not scoring in the first quarter, yeah. which they did forever. Yeah, that's that you're right. People, if they go back and look, it's amazing. It took the the Patriot Belichick, the Belichick Brady Patriots, forever uh, to score a first quarter touchdown and, and to score points in the first quarter of Super Bowls. It took them several Super Bowls to do that. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, uh, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Fezzik, just sticking with the NFL just for another minute or two. I want to get to the XFL with you here in a second, but um, Tom Brady odds are out there right now. The, the odds are if he doesn't re-sign with New England, which seems to be the betting favorite that he's going to go back to New England. But there's certainly enough smoke around some teams, and it looks like the favorite right now is smack dab in the city that you're sitting in in Las Vegas. What do you make of the Brady odds? And if Brady were to switch teams, what does that all of a sudden do to the the Patriots in terms of their prospects for, for 2020 and obviously whichever team he were to sign with? Well, the Patriots were, I saw a 10 for their season win, which I thought was too high with Brady. So I certainly would play under nine and a half without him, but it's not so much that um, I am. I think the Patriots are going to be much worse off without Brady. It's that who the heck knows the uncertainty of who they're going to get. And although Brady's a little bit better than Andy Dalton, I got to tell you, Sean, I'm hearing all this talk about how Brady's going to make teams better. Brady's my number 20 quarterback going into mm-hmm. next year. He is a below-average quarterback. You're not winning a Super Bowl with a below-average quarterback. Yeah, so you must have been, as, as a, as a uh, card-carrying Jimmy Garoppolo lover that you are, you must have been just shaking your head looking at some of these topics on some of the shows this week, talking about San Francisco replacing Jimmy Garoppolo with Tom Brady. Oh, it's just ludicrous. And in fact, anyone out there that disagrees with me, I would be more than happy that to bet Jimmy G's passer rating will be better than Tom Brady's passer rating here in 2020. And that's a bet. I would make a huge bet on that. You've got Jimmy G, maybe not a top 10 quarterback, but certainly top 15, certainly better than a 43 year old quarterback. Quarterbacks fall off the cliff at 41. Typically all those kale um, beverages that Brady (laughs) has drank. Yeah. Grant him a couple extra years. He's 43. He is not going to be a top 15 quarterback. Steve Fezzik joining me on CBS Sports Radio, talking some some handicapping, talking some sports wagering. All right, Fez, so we're, we've got uh, almost a full week of XFL action in the books, an eight-team league. Um, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the gambling angles on a league where there had been literally zero games played in the history of the league going into this weekend. How are the odds makers setting odds on the first week of a league where there have been no games played yet? You tell me because I have no idea how they could do that. The um, I, I assume it's a matter of going through all the players and the personnel. I will say this. The totals, this is the how difficult it is to be an odds maker. All the totals opened 40, Sean, and mm-hmm. they closed in the low 50s. So what happened is that the betters felt, hey, all these rules really are skewed towards helping the offenses. But you have to balance that with the fact that these leagues, the first couple weeks, the defenses are usually ahead of the offenses, so it has been a balancing act. Remember the Alliance of American Football and how slow and low scoring that first week and week two was? So more scoring in these games, although it's been a slow day today in terms of scoring. A lot has to do with, of course, Dallas missing their quarterback today, Landry Jones. Yeah, Landry Jones was out. I'm curious, Fez, as I mentioned, when I, every t- week that I bring you on, I mentioned you're a, a world-class handicapper. Are, are you betting on the XFL? And if so, how are you, you know, how are you going to take this one week worth of data 
and process it into something that's usable in week two? So I'm not going to lie. I outsourced the XFL. I got a guy, okay. and he told me that New York, the Guardians, are every bit as good as Tampa, and it was 41 degrees. And I'm like, well, if New York's as good as Tampa, and they're at home, and they're playing in 40 degrees when Tampa's been practicing in good weather. I know it was good weather because I was in Miami this past week. The, um, the advantage certainly was there for New York, and now I've got one week of data, but i got to tell you, I don't know how readily available all these box scores and information are. I really have to look into that. Um, I will tell you this at halftime, St. Louis and Dallas, there has been no offense in this game. And with the backup quarterback, I think you could, could not go wrong playing under in the second half. Yeah, there you go. Let's look at that. A little nice little uh, nice little recommendation. If you happen to be listening right now, you may have just made a little bit of money. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, the Mookie Betts trade just went through, Fez. He's on his way to L.A. Does this, this is, the trade just went through, but I'm sure the folks in Vegas have had, you know, they've had a week to process it because it had been in hold, on hold for a while. Um, Mookie Betts was an MVP over a year ago. Uh, is this a, a deal that, that moves World Series odds on the Dodgers? And certainly I would imagine maybe moves it slightly on the Red Sox? Yes, absolutely. So the Red Sox, I believe that they were sitting at around 25 to one and that they, and they got higher. And I know that the Dodgers odds, some were able to get as high as six to one or seven to one, and they dropped down to plus 350. more importantly on the season wins. And I've got to tell you pros. And by the way, I did just fire in an under 25 second half St. Louis, Dallas. <laughs> um, so if I misspoke, it was because I was betting the, um, the season win for the Dodgers was 99. It went up to hundred and a half. The Red Sox was 88, and this is kind of pulling back the curtain of how pros bet. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, Mookie Betts, he's like really good. I'm not a baseball guy, but I know he was – I looked it up. He's worth seven wins last year, 11 wins in his MVP year. So how did the Red Sox total only go down from 88 to 86.5 when the news broke? I was slamming in under 88 bets on Tuesday night, and what happens is you've got the B team working, all the best – Odds makers and betters, they've gone home. They're done for the day, 7 p.m. Pacific. I was firing in Red Sox under 88 and a half and under 88 bets. Frankly, I would still play them under 85. The current number, clear signal I think the Red Sox are giving to everyone that this is a year that they're selling, not buying. You can't have a B team in this day and age, not when Steve Fezzik is lurking, people. Come on now. Pregame.com, Steve Fezzik joining me. Fez, before I let you go, um, NBA trade deadline came and went on Thursday. Anything happen at this trade deadline that – that uh, NBA betters, handicappers uh, raised an eyebrow over? Well, I don't understand why the Clippers are being priced as the third favorite to win the NBA championship because I think acquiring Marcus Morris, that let's face it, the Clippers have two superstars, the Lakers have two superstars, and the Lakers superstars are a little bit better. But you look at that Clippers starting lineup. Oh, I, I guess I shouldn't say starting lineup, but their next three best players with Lou Williams and now with Morris – that is one heck of a team. I would be surprised if the Clippers, not the Lakers, don't make the finals. I'm surprised that the Lakers are favored to get out of the West, not the Clippers. Are handicappers uh, looking at the Rockets any differently with this small ball lineup that they've been going with? Is there any sort of handicap, whether it's sides, totals, matchups, things like that, 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 that folks are looking at the Rockets going full-time small ball now with P.J. Tucker at center? You know, it's easy to say after the fact, after they play two games and they get smashed by Phoenix and they beat the Lakers, that the Rockets are going to be an extremely 
um, high-variance team because they're just going to shoot threes. If they make them, they can beat anyone. If they miss them, they can lose to anyone. I will say this. The prop betters I know absolutely pounded Anthony Davis over for points and rebounds, and he got there for both. Anytime they play a big man, a Jokic um, or a player like that, I think they're going to have all kinds of trouble. So I think that Gobert, guys like that, I think are going to feast on rebounds and, and also points against that smaller rocket, rocket lineup. So prop betting-wise, I don't think you can go wrong playing any big man to have a big night against the Rockets. All right, well, there you go. They play Rudy Gobert. Tips off in about 28 minutes, about two miles from where I am right now here in Houston, Fez. So you're just giving, you're just giving money out today, man. You're like Oprah, just giving out gifts all, all, uh, all segment long. Steve Fezzik, you can get him on Twitter, uh, at Fezzik Sports, and he joins me each and every week to talk a little handicapping. Fez, looking forward to getting uh, caught up with you next Sunday. Appreciate the time, as always, my friend. Die, Red Sox. Die. Thanks, Fez. <laughs> okay, thanks, Fez. How do you feel, Fez? about this Mookie Betts trade. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.